Welcome to Dare, Share, Create, the podcast. Conversations, concepts, and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world, and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, voiceover artist, singer, speaker, and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation, and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission, and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. So hello and welcome to another solo episode. I hope you're doing well. How did you find last week's episode where I had Camilla Collins, the author of Hashtag No Filter Needed as my guest? I thought it was really interesting how she uses things like meal prepping and routines to give herself the mental capacity and freedom to pursue the things that are really important to her. When we decrease the amount of decisions we have to make, it does free us up. Decision fatigue is real, so why use up your precious energy deciding more mundane things like what to eat and where each day? Instead, pre-plan, prepare, and as much as you can, automate those everyday things so that you can focus on the things that really matter, like going after your dreams, sharing your gifts with the world, and creating the life that you want. So, in this episode, I thought it was important to talk about our thoughts and our feelings. Because a lot of people I've spoken to in this past week or so have really been going through the ringer and having really freaking crap weeks. And so have I. Like, oh my god. And it's totally irrelevant whether you believe in full moon energy or not, but something's definitely been up this past week. In the beginning of the week, I was kind of feeling like this buildup of negative energy. I was feeling super tired. And actually, on Tuesday, I fell asleep on a call in the middle of the day. And that is not my usual style, that's for sure. And I just felt really yucky and sad and dissatisfied with literally everything in my life. And newsflash, I really like my life. Interestingly, I had a scheduled session with my wonderful nutritionist, Serena from Whole Shift Wellness. If you haven't listened, I've mentioned her quite a few times uh, on the podcast, but if you haven't listened to episode six yet, where she's my guest, go and check it out. So all morning, I had this thought on repeat. I just feel hopeless. And I had this thought running through my head when I went on the train to the TV station in the morning where I had to do some movie trailers I had it running on repeat during the session when I was waiting for the next project to load. I just feel hopeless. I had it running in my head on the train home. I just feel so freaking hopeless. Do you ever practice the opening lines of a conversation or practice a conversation that you'll be having later in your head? I was spending an awful lot of time and energy practicing in my head that I felt that I absolutely had to tell Serena that I felt utterly, utterly hopeless. And the more I practiced this in my head, the more hopeless I felt. And, you know, I could kind of feel like my eyes getting a little bit wet. Um... And listen, this is not like it was some business conversation or a pitching situation where you need to know the words to say and you need to be prepared. No. So why did I feel the need to practice this in my head over and over again? 
I don't really know. So on we go with the call, and we hadn't spoken for a couple of weeks, and Serena says, like she always does, so, how's it been going? Obviously, in relation to food, diet, wellness, I have a tick list that I'm going by at the moment. And I just burst out, oh, I feel so hopeless, and I'm going to need some tissues. So I sobbed my way through our conversation. And and I'm going to share these. These are some of the things that came out. I'm not excited about anything at all. I feel really bloated and fat all the time. I can't fit into any of my clothes. I'm never going to find love. I'm a failure. I'm missing out on life. I just feel I need someone to take care of me for a little bit. I'm always taking care of everyone else. I need someone to take care of me. I feel so lonely. I'm terrified of the world situation and all the weird shit that's going on at the moment. And there was a whole bunch of other stuff that just came out. You know, and it's not for nothing that they say that artistic people can be a little bit dramatic. And it did come to a point in the conversation where I could hear myself being rather ridiculous. And bless her heart, you know, Serena is really great at both holding space for you to feel whatever you're feeling and whatever you're going through to express that. But she's also really good at questioning the truth of your statements. Because is it really true? So, you know, we dug a little deeper and she questioned some of my statements. And where some things I was able to see, no, no, I'm just being a bit dramatic here. I'm just feeling, ugh. But other things I just needed to sit with and be a bit sad about. And sometimes I do think that there is a saying, we have to heal it. To feel it. No, it's the other way around. We have to feel it to heal it. And I do believe that that's the truth. Later on the same day, I had a workout with Eugene, who is my personal trainer and physiotherapist, and who's really helped me with my back injury and recovering from that. He's also Serena's husband and the co-founder of their company, Whole Shift Wellness. So he was like, hey, how are you doing? And even though I'd gotten quite a lot out of my system in my earlier conversation with Serena, I wasn't quite ready to let go of the mood, to let go of the drama, to let go of those thoughts or me being, I don't want to say victim, but a little bit. I wasn't quite ready to let go of feeling sorry for myself. So I rehashed it a bit. And then he said something really, really profound. He said, Feelings are just like the clouds. They pass. And that's a really good reminder when we are in the depth of despair. Or maybe we're just in the land of beige or blah. That these feelings will pass. It's just like the weather. It changes all the time. But I do want to encourage you to feel your feelings when they're there. I definitely had a need to purge. I had a need to just get everything out that I was feeling. Purging is good for us because swallowing our feelings, that's just going to leave them festering in the body and that's not healthy. 
So we did the workout, you know, got the boxing gloves on, I punched the shit out of the pads and lots of kicking as well. And after I had both my sessions with them, I felt pretty exhausted. I mean, you know what it's like when you've been crying and you've been emotional. You feel exhausted. But I felt much better. And my brain was certainly calmer. And the next day, I woke up to a totally different world. I also went to bed very early that night. But I woke up to a completely different world and I felt absolutely fine. And I felt so much lighter. And truthfully, I almost couldn't remember what I'd been so upset about the day before. I mean, I could remember, but I couldn't feel it. All those negative emotions were just gone. And it just goes to show that our thoughts and feelings aren't necessarily the truth. It's all about the story we tell ourselves and how much we repeat it. Our brain really does play some pretty pretty annoying tricks on us because the truth is not the truth. It just is. And it reminds me of something my mum told me that her friend used to say every time she got her period. She would say, Ugh, I'm both stupid, fat and ugly and nobody likes me, not even my mum. And of course that's not the truth. That's just freaking hormones. And the reason why I'm sharing all of this is because if you, like me, and lots and lots of other people I've spoken to, if you've had a really shitty week last week, and if you're feeling hopeless or sad, or lonely. It's just to remind you that, hey, it's okay. It will pass. And you're not the only one who's been going through it. And whether it is hormones, or lockdown lifting anxiety, or the pink supermoon, or whatever, it's good to know that it will pass. And tomorrow's a new day. And next week is a new week. And a new opportunity to look after yourself and work on your goals and your dreams and tell someone you love them or just sit and be sad for a little while and sit and just feel a little bit lonely and know that it's okay because it will pass. But let's not stay in the sad space for too long. And obviously, let me be totally clear, of course, here I'm talking about having a shitty day, having a shitty couple of days or a shitty week. Not talking about if someone suffers from depression, because that's a different matter. Just wanted to make that super clear. So what can we all do when this happens? Well, one, find someone you can purge with. If it's not a professional connection like how I had Serena and Eugene that I could share it with, ask for permission because if people are going through their own stuff, they may not have the capacity to listen to you and they might not be the right people either. And because, you know, we are used to our conversations, it's a shared thing. So I say something, blah, 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 this is how I feel. And then you say, blah, blah, this is how I feel. But sometimes it's okay to just ask, hey, I'm going through some stuff and I really just need to event or I just need to purge. Would it be okay if I just share some thoughts and I don't need you to come up with any solutions, I just need someone to listen to me and have empathy and hold the space? And some people are able to do that and some people aren't. 
And it's not a judgment on the people who aren't or the people who are. It's just how it is. Two, if you don't have anyone that you feel comfortable venting to, use your journal. And maybe go back and listen to episode 20 where I talk to Matt Rivers about soul writing. He's got lots and lots of great tips on writing and journaling to heal your soul. And he's got one free soul writing masterclass a month. I think it's the first Sunday of every month. So, hey, there's that that you can do. It's amazing. Three, and this is going to happen in the first two points, you know, become really present with the thoughts that are causing you distress. What are you telling yourself over and over again? And maybe write them down. Because sometimes when things go down on paper, we go, hang on a minute. What is that? That's just nonsense. Four would be question your thoughts. Is this the truth? Do I absolutely know that this is the truth or is this just my perception at this precise moment in time? Is my life better or worse when I believe this thought to be true? How would I feel if this wasn't the truth? And then you listen to your answers. And then five, find a slightly better thought or maybe find a grain of truth in the absolute opposite thought. Because it opens your eyes to, okay, you know what? Maybe I was just being a bit dramatic. Actually, maybe it's not so bad after all. Six, move your body. You know, if you can't box with someone, do some shadow boxing or go for a run. And if you can't run, go for a brisk walk or dance to your favorite tunes or simply just shake your body. Shake it out of it. And you can do this sitting down. Shake your arms. Seven, have a good cry. Actually, I think crying is really underrated in our society these days. Have a good cry. And if you can't cry on your own, listen to some sad music and cry and purge that way. Or watch a sad movie that has a happy ending so you can get a real good cry, but then have something uplifting as well. And eight, you know what? You may need to sleep some more. And if you need to go to bed at six o'clock one day, or if you need to have a nap at 11 on a call like I did last week, whoops, then do that. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. So, next week, I actually have much more on how you can turn tragedy into triumph and challenges into opportunities and find resilience even when the unimaginable happens. And that's because my guest is Celia Peachy. She's a transformational coach, a peace activist, and a voice for the voiceless. And she's had to transform real tragedy into triumph in her own life many times. And now she helps others step into their power, learn to trust themselves, transmute those negative stories, limitations and challenges, and really transform their dreams into reality. So make sure you tune in and hear her incredible, incredible story and inspirational story. Make sure you tune in and listen. 
But for now, I'm just going to leave you with the reminder that, hey, your thoughts and feelings are always valid, but they're not necessarily the truth. And till next time, keep daring, keep sharing, and keep creating. Bye.